Hello and welcome back to your favorite podcast that airs at this time in your ears on the set of headphones that you're listening to or speakers or car radio or whatever. I'm your host DJ Volque and real quick before we get started I want to let you know we got some amazing things happening here in the name pending network. Yes, I said network. We're building this thing from the ground. We're trying to. Uh, so if you want to uh, learn more about that, you can uh, give us a holler. Let us know. Send us an email uh, at namependingpod at gmail.com. Uh, we're trying to build up this network from the ground up. It's a lot of work, but you know, hey, it'll be worth it because we want to get a bunch of different 5th edition, Pathfinder, uh, Starfinder podcasts all together in one area that we can uh, work as a community to benefit society as a whole, uh, do a whole bunch of different things uh, with with our individual communities. That being said, we at Name Pending are actually going to be doing a 5K coming up in October, 5K. Uh, we're going to take some video of that. We're going to post it onto our YouTube channel. Uh, this 5K is actually going to benefit the Children's Hospital Network. Pretty amazing, right? And so if you want to be able to participate in something like that, uh, just go ahead and search Nebraska Furnishmark 5K. If you're in the Midwest, uh, there's the Omaha and there's the Kansas City one. I'm not sure if there's any anywhere else. But uh, you can search that, look it up. And if there's not something like that in your area, look for something. We encourage you, look for something that you can go and do that'll support a charity within the area. Whether if it's whether it's a 5K or going and serving food at like an open door mission kind of deal. Just go, we highly encourage, go support your community. And we also have one really amazing piece of news that we want to let you know here at the beginning before we get going. We have now launched a Patreon account. That's right. If you enjoy this show and you're like, hmm, what can I do to help them out? You can go to our Patreon account. You can donate anything from a dollar and up, and you will get some special benefits, whether it's being able to say, hey, I'm officially a Chub Nugget, even though you're all Chub Nuggets, but you can get that officialness to it. Or you can even have the opportunity to help us come up with different ideas on our quarterly episodes that we want to post that will include uh, characters of your choice in goofy situations that you guys design for us. So you can see something as simple as, uh, let's say, Grok and Elduin going shopping at the mall. Or, now this is my personal favorite, you can, can, you can have Balgrax go mano a mano with an elder fire dragon yeah that'd be pretty that'd be pretty wicked i don't think he'd survive but that'd be hilarious i would love to see what one chomp on that guy could do anyway but yeah that's some of the things that we have on patreon go ahead and check it out uh patreon.com forward slash podcast underscore pending go check us out and consider dropping us a gift. We appreciate it, and it, it'll help offset some of the costs that we have and allow us to create a better quality product for you, our listeners. So that is the whole goal of this. 
uh, we want to produce the best product that we possibly can. So please go to our iTunes and give us a rating. Even if you don't listen on iTunes, please go make an account. Give us a rating because that boosts our popularity, boosts our viewing, and lets other people join in on and see name pending pop up in their feed. And then they can come in. They can have some fun with us too. Uh, but you can go and you can find us anywhere. Just search name pending all as one word in any of your podcast captures of choice and we should pop up. If you don't, I have a pinned tweet on our uh, Twitter page that you can go and look at, and it will have a couple links to iTunes, Google Play, and I think Overcast. So go ahead, give it a look, and without any further ado, welcome to the newest episode of Name Pending. Fighters for Life. As the glow fades, you take in a deep, deep breath. <gasps> as you have been somehow reincarnated as a drow. You what, guys are what? now level two. Woo! No! Really? Yeah. So you, congratulations. DM. Uh, DM, what day is it? Um, so this is the Wednesday. This is the morning after you broke Kalesa's heart. So yes, this whoa. would be Wednesday. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, nice. was I? Nice. Sorry, I didn't mention that you broke her heart just yet. Yeah. Uh, spoiler: you broke oh, her heart. Oh man. Grok runs up and hugs Balgrax. Graxy, and he just hugs him. So well, I stand up, and Grok's feet leave the ground. Wait, how tall are you? Okay, seven inches taller than me. <laughs> so I turn my head. Turtle suit. It's been a long time. Okay, so I gained some distance with him. Do I have enough time to throw my hand at his back on my side and pull my great sword? Yes, you can. You have a great sword too? I'm packing. Oh my gosh. So, Hashtag fighters for life. I'm enraged at the fact that he got Grok after healing me, so I throw my hand at his back on my side. Unsheath my greatsword, two hands, and come charging at his, at the greatly weakened creature, and uh, I'm going to slash at his All right. guts. You slash into him. Seven. All right. And you deal seven damage okay. as you decapitate this Ankeg. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, nerds of all ages, children at heart. I think I said it right this week. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast ever. If it's not, that's okay. We know that we're your favorite in our hearts. Just lie to us, please. It's, yep, just, just it's that okay. That would be nice. Lie straight to our faces Anyways, so we don't cry. Welcome back to our sauna and name, name, name 
pending. pending. This week here with me, I have got a gargantuan turtle, Aww. Grok, being played by at JD Colo. Give us a little hello. Hi. And to his proverbial left, right, whatever direction it is, I don't know. We have got Dark Gear 353 playing Elduin. Give us a little hello. Hello. And we have got across the table from him, Bulldrux. How's it going, guys? Baldrax. That's definitely never going to get annoying. Baldrax. It's going to get very annoying. I'm just going to call you Val. Yeah, I Val. So yeah, my friends last, call me Val of Grats. Last but not least, we have got our man who just learned that his heart grew three sizes last episode and turned into a drow. Lord Ruffin, Alicardio, played by Ultimatum 0000. Be indifferent. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our show. I am your host at DJ Volku, and I'm just the narrator of this story here. So let's get on back to business. Last week we uh, saw Lord Ruffin elevated back into his prime, but with one major change. He is now drum roll, please. A drow. We still love him, though. Yeah, yeah. At least we pretend to. I am how you say hideous. And uh, you are always hideous. I'm sorry. And I'll face as only a mother could love. The worms go and get to my own character. I'm sorry. You were very hideous. I, I couldn't stand the sign of you. We have to keep mirrors away from you. <laughs> and Otherwise as we progress forward through the rest of the night, Kalesa began to give Grok a little bit of a cold shoulder. Don't know what's going on there. But, uh, and, I uh, mean, I'm the DM, so I do know what's going on. But you don't, our listeners. <laughs> Ruthven gave him a little bit of a hug. Or tried to. But we continued on, and we uh, came across a really creepy creature named On the Onkhag. And uh, we saw the prowess of our new friend, Balgrax, as he went and, in the end, decapitated this creature... And uh, we began to see some of the new abilities of our friends uh, begin to uh, show themselves. So ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, here we go. So you guys have just defeated this Onkeg, and you continue on. Are you guys going to stop and rest? Are you going to do something? What What's happening here, y'all? I think we should take a full rest real quick. Um, I, I'd say half rest. Cause I, yeah, I'd say short rest. Uh, no. Wait, wait. Do we have spells <clears throat> that we've... Uh... Bullgrats. Yeah, if I can just clean off the blood real fast at some yeah. point, that would be just... Okay. That's all I need. Should should we can do that. Stop by a stream or something, because this is going to start smelling really bad. Uh, really soon. I have a question. Does Weapon still have the meat in his backpack that he had when he was a dampier? Because I want to cook it for the party. 
Yeah, yeah. Actually, the meat is still there. I can smell it. Let's welcome, cook. Welcome, most of them. Would you like a delicious cooked dinner? Well, let let let's chow down. I mean, I, uh, let's I, do. I still have meat in my pack. I can. We could all cook, or I could cook, and you could relax. Whatever uh, you want. Let's make a fire and short rest it. Or it might take rest. about six hours for this to cook. You know what? Let's. The let's, wait is worth it. Let's take a long rest then. I mean, long rest it is. All right. So you guys set up camp for the night, uh, and you guys get ready oh, to wait, go. Wait, can we investigate this creature or where it came from first? Uh, sure. Give me oh, an yeah. investigation then. Oh, yeah, let's do that. All I know is that is weak and pathetic. Seven mod. I failed. Thirteen mod. Thirteen mod. Six. All right. So, Elduin and Grok, you two are kind of investigating, while Balgrex and Lord Ruthven, you guys are just kind of, like, drooling over the meat as you guys are cooking cooking it. it. Yeah, you guys are just getting going. So, you come guys come over here come investigate this and you're just like uh, and they're just like nah. uh, we'll, we'll be I over am there. busy cooking your dinner I, I do not have the time I am sorry I am coming Balgax looks like he's trying to mount the pincer, like the mandibles on his head like would this make a good helmet <laughs> you know I bet it will be uh, it, it breaks as it goes on your head sorry but, no but hard head so, uh, question for the DM does he have like some kind of Poisoning or something since the acid or no? No, that was just acid damage. Okay. Nothing can keep me down. So, so Elderman and Grok, you guys are kind of investigating this, and you can't, you guys aren't too familiar with the Onkeg itself, but you can kind of tell this is a creature that likes to burrow. It's not very typical for them to come alone, but, you know, just by the way that it was attacking, it seemed very packish. To some extent, but uh, offhand, I mean that's that's your best guess. All right. So Grok. I'll well, what do you uh, think? Are, are we off to the side? Then they're over there. We're, we're let's join them by the meat. Um, honestly, Grok, I I think we should find another place. You know, obviously cook the meat and all, but I think you know this might be a pack animal. Uh, we might need to go. Well. I have something to say. Let's talk to the party. I have an idea. All right. Let's go. All right. So we're back with the party. Um, hey, okay, guys. So I was thinking, as this thing was sent, uh, the tremor was a lot like the tremors that we were sent to investigate. And it kind of seems like we're heading towards this dark, evil presence. And onkegs don't really travel alone. No, they so don't. So it seems like this is a sent minion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that it charged us, and it's not in a pack, and... It had it out for us, and it kind of seems like maybe it was like falling orders, like, but not not the orders of a pack, but maybe the orders of an evil person. Like we, Rothman looks at you. Zemit has about an hour, two hours left. So are you sure we cannot finish it? Otherwise, they will have to throw it out. No, uh, we're we're fine. We can keep cooking it. Honestly, I, I have this feeling that we might be just being watched. Does yeah. anyone else have that feeling? I think we I, we should I take am, shifts tonight. I say let them come so I can kill them all. I think we're safe-ish. Uh, two of us should stay awake while two of us sleep. That makes sense. Uh, uh, since I'm cooking the meat, when, it is, when I'm done eating, I, I would need to take a 
You know, it's actually, I, I am feeling good. I will take first watch. Okay, but I'm just saying uh, that this seems to be from the source that we're looking for. So it seems like we must be on the right track, and this the whatever it is probably thinks that we're onto them. I say if they come, I'll kill them all. Well, okay. would you like to stand watch with me? I'll take second shift. Yeah. I'll Fair take enough. a moment's rest at first. Are you sure? You, 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 you hit that thing pretty hard. Do you need some rest? I'll take a few hours nap. Sounds good. All right. First, the meat is done. Let us feast. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds Blaze good. Blaze ham, the, the best pork you will ever taste. Succulent and juicy. Out, out of game, Elderman tastes it and just horribly disgusts him. Come, come <laughs> on! Grax <laughs> uh, uh, no, was half it off give and me, eats it. <laughs> give me kind of like what we did. A, a profession cook kind of thing. Like back at uh, Kayless's. Four. Why couldn't we just make it good? We all it's have a, disgusted faces. It, it, it's not the best, it, but, but you're getting better. It's not completely burnt. But still says, thank you. This is not good, but it was made out of care. I, I am sorry Ugh. it's not to your liking. I, I, am not used to cook, I am not used to cooking yet. We all do that thing where we pretend to eat it and throw it over our shoulder. Oh, oh man. No, oh, that was so can I, good. Can I see if they're deceiving me so I can, like, if I know, that, I just start crying? That was so... Oh, no, I'm actually I'm actually eating it. Those two are... I'm trying oh, not to Actually, be you know what I'm going to do? Hurtful. I'm going to say, oh, you know what? I'm going to take this back to my tent, eat it there. Uh, lie down. <laughs> can, I roll a, can I roll to see if he's deceiving me? Can I roll insight? No, so you guys just kind of are all just, you know, joshing around. You all are Rock. having fun. It's not that I'll do bad. It. If you don't want yours, I'll gladly eat it. Oh, no, I would I would love to eat it. It's very... And Grok is just winking. It's very good. I'll do it. And, and Ruffin just likes it. He starts to I'm learn fine, sarcasm. So. Thank just you. Grok, make sure you're not using the left eye. <laughs> And Ruffin, as he's starting to learn sarcasm and understanding human interaction, or, well, mortal interaction, he's, you see a single tear fall down his eye at the effort he made and it being rejected by someone he holds very dear. But he caught on, he caught on that we're rejecting it? Effort into eating it I caught taste. on you insulting it, you not wanting it. You caught on to that? Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, anyway, so the night goes on. You hear, uh, and and those on watch, you see a couple uh, uh, wolves kind of go by, but they don't really pay you any mind. Later in the night, during the second watch, you see a bear kind of walk by. Ruffin just in his sleep, pet. But uh, you know, it doesn't really pay you any mind. A couple. Does this couple bear have birds. an arrow in its butt? Uh, no, no. It's not the same bear no. from before? It's his brother, but you guys don't know that. <laughs> but the night wears on and nothing else really comes by. And as morning dawns, Grok, what shift were you taking on the watch? Uh, we're on the second shift, so the latter end of the night. All right. So give me a perception check real quick. That'll be an 18. 18 total? Yes. All right. So you, you're watching and you see a tabby cat start walking up 
and it ducks into your tent. Fine? No. Oh, Grox. Will you follow the rabbits down the rabbit hole? It, it, everybody is asleep. Is that correct? Or well, I'm I'm taking watch. Okay, so I'm I think I'm I was with you, right? Well, I'm in my own tent. No, I mean we, we we're were. separate watching. Unless oh. you want to be in my tent, my dude. <laughs> well, you know. How do you watch from your tent? You I, have to be outside of your well, tent. Okay, let's watch. just let's say that I'm sitting at like the front of my tent or something. Grox like, over in one side of the camp, and Alduin's on the other side of camp. Alduin. Ultimate. So he's watching north. He's watching south. Yeah, yeah. That and you and I are just we're unconscious. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so DM continue. Is that it? Just it just kind of crawls in. It kind of ducks into your tent. What are you doing? Uh, I sit there very calmly, and I op- open palm, stretch out my hand. I'm trying to see if I can maybe like show a friendly action to it. Are you trying to take a pet? That's my thing. No, Pull his hand no. back is missing. Trust me, I'm not. Trust me, I'm not. <laughs> so. <laughs> Grok is very weary the, of this thing. The cat, it comes up, kind of sniffs your hand, and uh, then backs off and kind of circles around, plops down right on your pillow. Okay. Um, like, I have a game contrary. Take him as a pet. That'd be interesting. He no, revived me. He could probably no, do something for you. Pretty sure. Is the sun up? Pretty sure sunrising? this thing is evil as crap. Then why did it revive me? All cats are evil. Hashtag. Can I do an? Uh, this is gonna sound weird. Can I do an Arcana check that's on cat? Weird. That's not weird at all. I don't. Think uh, you weird. can try. That's a four. So I, I like. I, I just see a cat. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna try to. I'm. Grok's gonna slowly walk up. I like. Sh- like shimmy over to it and uh, try to pet it. All right. You do. And the cat. It just seems to kind of let you. Okay. And uh, you're petting. Well, this is weird. But I'm gonna talk to it. <laughs> Go for it. Pet. What? Uh, hey, Tabby Cat. Uh, Ears perk up. Why? Why were you near my friend? Uh, and can you talk? I kind of have one question for you. Are Are you good or evil? Just continues purring. Do, is there something that you want with our party? Do, is there something of interest here with us? Flops over onto its side and kind of like does the thing where it's asking for a belly rub. I rub its belly. It purrs even louder. What? Where? Where have you come from, little guy? What's the deal? Oh, man, I so I so want to do something, but honestly, it. I don't. Yeah, you're on the other side of the camp. I, I know, but I I mean I could roll. Okay, play. here I'll try something. I'll try something. All right, Grok Grok kind of stands up in his tent. Hey, uh, stay right there. And then I go. Elderwin, Elderwin. Hey, you know that tabby cat? Yeah. It's in my tent. No way. It's on my bed. Come over here. Come. come. Right, come Elderwin Elder, quickly walks over and. Uh, he uh, he actually actually uh, wakes up. He just no, kind of Grok cautions him away from that. Shh, no, just come here, come here. Okay, come. Okay. Now I open my tent and I say, look, look. Oh my. Oh. Wait, is it still in there, DM? It is not. 
I knew that was gonna happen. Okay. I, 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 okay. I, I promise you. I promise you, he was in there. I, do, I don't. I, I don't not doubt you. I mean, uh, we saw that cat. It was there, and then it was gone. I, As you guys are chatting, you hear a very slight. Right behind you. Okay, we turn around. The little tabby cat sitting there. It looks hungry. I do we? Have I grab some leftover meat because I brought it back to my tent. That is in fiction. Do you really want to scare yeah. it off though? I. I wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. I grab some meat and I just gingerly uh, hand it to the cat. It pulls its nose to it. Hey, 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 little guy. Is there somewhere you want to lead us, little guy? Just kind of sits there and kind of just keeps kind of crowing on a little bit. We're by the cat. It, yep. Is there is there something you want from us, little guy? Elduin kind of. Do I have any food in my backpack? Elduin leans in a little bit closer to try to hear it a little bit. Does better. anyone speak middle-aged woman? Do you have any... Uh, <laughs> do you have a, I, I whispered to Elderman, do you have any food? Do you have any food we can give it? Uh, you know, I, I did bring... I, I mean, I, I saved just a little bit. You know, it, it wasn't bad meat, but, you know, I, I saved it for later. So Elderman reaches inside of his uh, pocket and pulls out just a little bit of meat. What kind of meat specifically is it? Uh, uh, the meat. That I, I was serving ham, but okay. since I rolled bad, it's like charred. Oh, so not that meat. No, 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 so not. Do you have any other food? Do you have any uh, other food? I, I might have some jerky that, I, I mean, like, I, I bought from the guild, but... Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, I think we need something from this cat. Offer it the jerky. Uh, okay. He he searches his uh, pockets frantically, and he pulls just this one small sliver from his jerky, and Elduin kind of looks mournfully. This like, is my jerky. Could be worth it. And, you know, he says, okay. And finally, he hands, you know, he offers it to the kitten. So the cat kind of sniffs it, looks at it, and then darts away into the bushes in the dawn morning hours. Unchaseable? It's gone. Okay. And the sun's coming up? Yep. The sun's coming up. Ruffin and Bulgrex, you guys begin to stir and wake up. Off to the side. That felt amazing, Luffin says to himself. Why are you next to me in bed? Cuddle buddies. Do you want us to tell them? We should tell them. I mean, I don't know. I believe in the importance of information. I think we all need to be on the same page. It makes sense, but I mean, it's just... Shouldn't we have more substantial evidence? I don't know. It was weird. It's everything's weird right now. I know. With the whole Ruthven thing, and then the, the cat was next to him, and the cat. Hey, Ruthven, how you doing? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we're not talking good, about anything. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Cool feels like eggs for breakfast. That actually sounds really good, doesn't it? Sound good? I'm feeling like egg, everything. I mean, eggs breakfast. sound amazing. Let me try to make up for last night and cook you guys in a decent egg breakfast. Cool. All right. And this morning, you do all right. You do all right. And it, it's definitely not Kayless's cooking, but uh, it, it, Ain't it's that the truth. progressively <laughs> getting better. So, Volker asked him, like, how was the morning shift? Uh, nothing. I, Man, uh, uneventful. 
Very uneventful. Can Muffin roll deception on them or inside or whatever? Um, so no you guys roll deception, Elduin Bummer. and Grok. And the other two, you guys go ahead and roll a insight check. Two. <laughs> All right, so Bograx, you just uh, like I rolled what? seven mod. That is a Four- bummer, friends. Fourteen. I, got, I was hoping for action on night. I got a tw- uh, mod twelve. And Ruffin, what'd you get? Seven mod. All right, you don't catch it. Uh, nothing. Nothing happened, guys. It was a very nothing quiet night. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Graxy. Nothing happened. Uh, these are pretty good eggs. Um, I mean, pretty, pretty good for you. Um, but. What is that supposed to mean? You're getting better at cooking. I, I, I don't. I think what he's saying is it's it not means up that to we your, can still eat it. it it's <laughs> <laughs> it's well, not but, up to Kalesa standards, is I, it? Uh, hmm. And like gives him a little slightly no, like. Grok immediately gets sad. Grok is just very downcast. Then like Ruffin, like no. he sees that uh, Grok is sad. It's like I, I am very sorry. Balgrax like walks hug? up to Grok, puts his hand on his shoulder, man up. Pats him on the shoulder. <laughs> like, Ruffin just tries to give Grok another hug. Elduin kind of, you know, puts his hands on his back, just... Grok has, uh, Grok has a character weakness where he's not allowed to uh, deny a hug. So yeah, Ruffin <laughs> gives him a hug to try... He, since he felt like he kind of was a part in upsetting him, he felt he should tear him up. Grok All starts right. to s- s- just gently sob on his shoulder. So the morning it's, uh, it's, wears it's okay. on. And the breakfast fire dies down. You guys get everything packed up, ready to go. And you guys head on the rest of the path. You find the off turn that Kalesa had marked on your map. And you head towards Lance Rock. Okay. You get about a mile out and you begin to see it jutting up into the distance. It is a narrow, 25-foot high, (laughs) obelisk kind of... uh, Thing, reaching up into the air. It has bare gray walk, rock jutting eastward at approximately 60 degrees as you approach. Do we see an entrance? So you do. But also, at this entrance, see a sign that reads in common, Come no closer, lest you catch the disfiguring plague that afflicts me. The Lord of Lance Rock. And Lord Ruffin tries to read it to the best of his ability in his accent. Um, is can someone else please read that? It's, is it anything like the writing on the note I found on the arrow? Like, is it human parchment? No, the, the, the physical writing. Give oh. me a history check. Okay. Should we, should we all roll? No, just grok. Thirteen mod? No, it is not the same handwriting. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think about this sign? It, it says, "Don't come closer." Ruffin looks at him. Sounds like a challenge. Uh, honestly, I'm not so certain. I mean, let's let's scope out the surrounding areas and see if there's any other way in. I say we send Lord Rust then. He can't get any uglier. <laughs> Ruffin again just he, he gives him a, a, a look of like betrayal uh, in in game Bograx puts his hand on his shoulder you're a friend but come on you are ugly 
In, in uh, game commentary, I, I am now. In game commentary, Elduin looks at Val uh, and just kind of, you know, gives a thumbs up behind Ralphton's back. DM, how old is this sign? Your best guess is that it was constructed within the past five years. Okay. There's not a whole lot of weathering to it. Um, but there, there is a little bit indicating that it's been out in the elements. Okay. Okay. So, I, on, honestly, again, I say that we either charge it or, you know, no. I honestly say, let's spread out, see what we can find on the outside. I but always look forward to a challenge. But honestly, with these injuries still just recovering, I'll leave the choice to you. Rethan looks at at um at Val says If you are up to it, I would go into there with you for combat backup if you need it. That sounds good to me. What do you think, Rock? Elderwin. I I try not to mess with curses. Uh I don't After the last ones that afflicted you? I'm not a big fan of curses. Uh and I don't I don't know what's going on here. Rethan looks at him. But Kenzie. If you guys I mean, I'd rather, you know, blessings are better than curses, you know, how they say. Uh, but if you guys really want to go in there, I mean, I really don't. There, There's something evil here. Maybe we should take it out. Maybe that's, maybe we'll learn something about this whole, what's going on here. This is the path that she told us to take, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I suppose that we could take the other option. Well, search out the remaining area I and think, then take the path. I think the that's thing, what I was thinking, you know, take the, you know, Search the surrounding area. We still we have find. a good chance of finding villains and monsters to kill. That's okay. what my thought was, brother. Uh, I mean, I call you brother, but I mean... There's, we clearly know. do not look the same. Uh, honestly. There's an interesting scenario here, though. Uh, if this... Okay, Les has heard what the people are talking about. People are talking about this evil presence. We're looking for an evil presence. Whatever's causing the tremors. We should go inside. Maybe I... this is it. Maybe we just knock down that door. Maybe, Or if you want to find maybe like a back door. DM, is the door closed? There is no door. What about the surrounding area? What well are, then, companions, what do you, anyone has a, does anyone have a torch? What are you hoping to find? We yeah. all have dim vision, so we... I have more than that. We, uh, we actually can, see very well in I dark. can cast... You mean dark vision? Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I can cast light, though, and help you see. So Great, because I am blind as a blind man in a cave. <laughs> Blind man. Oh, okay. uh, hey, hey, time. go ahead and pull out your choice, your your favorite weapon. Pulls out battle axe in one hand and long sword in the other. Uh, oh, choose choose one. Im- choose one. Impressive weaponry, Chiefs, by the way. She's battle axe and puts long sword in both hands. I cast light on the long sword. It is now glowing. You can now see thirty feet. Amazing. I really Some have would say, else to say it is a light. <laughs> Saber. Ah! Yes! Yes! It's a light that happens to be on a saber. I guess the sword just got a whole lot lighter. Okay. So, honestly, uh, let's do a quick perception check here and then go on through. I mean, what's the harm? All right. Go ahead and roll. 20. 20. What are we rolling for? A uh, perception. Nat 20, uh, add 4 to that. So 24 mod, nat 20. 
18 mod. 18 mod. 17 plus 1, 18. I fail. Fail large. 4. Okay. Two 18s and a 24 and a 4. So you guys uh, start looking around, and Lord Ruffin, you take a couple steps in, and you see another sign inside this cave that reads the exact same thing. But other than that, there is nothing outside of this cave. Okay. So then uh, do I, I just look at him. There is nothing outside here. We should go in. That honestly, I I can't see anything either. And you know, anybody else? Anything? Grok just gulps and gets out a shield and tries it. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's, uh, right. Let us prepare for combat. Let us go to battle. Ready? Right. Ballgrass uh, goes to walk in first. Graxy, go ahead and lead the way. Go ahead and lead the way. We, we trust you. Then onward. Elduin readies short sword. I want. Okay, Ruffin just. So my whip has the my holy symbol on it, right? Since we're looking for a dark presence, I pull out my whip because it's got a it's got a cross engraved in the hilt. Now watch we whip. Okay. Watch me nay nay. Will you? Watch hey Ruthven, can you still do that thing where you detect undead or whatever? Uh yeah. You want to go ahead and try to see if there's anything in here? Yeah, I cast detect undead. Do I roll for that? Have you walked in the cave yet? Yeah, we walked in the cave. Pretty sure. When did you walk in the cave? Did you guys walk in the cave? Me? I'm in the we're, cave at least. Uh, we're I'm following. The, I'm in the cave. We're following Grax into the, into the cave. And I was in the cave. Yeah, too. Bell. We're we're following Bell because he's our tank. So I'm leading. Grok is right behind me with the shield and his trident. Alduin is right behind Grok. I I have no, my I short sword you. out. You're behind me. Yeah, I was behind you. We I can, just know I'm the lead. We could be shoulder to shoulder. So we're off to see the wizard then. We so sure are. <laughs> we'll have the shield to the right. We'll have the ranger to the left, and then we'll have our vampire hunter take sense. the rear. Fair enough, I guess. All right. So you walk in, and the cave mouth opens up into darkness, from which a breeze blows, carrying the faint odor of death. Inside is a natural cave. Its floor and ceiling very uneven. And there is a passage that leads to the west, narrowing as it proceeds. In the passageway, there is a body sprawled on the floor. And Lord Ruffin, your detect undead goes wild. So can I take my whip and put the cross against this person's chest? Sure. So I, I don't know if he's going to do anything, but just it's, you know, it's a holy symbol that can do something. I'm going to slam the cross against his chest. Alright. You do that, and this body animates. Everybody give me a, a roll for initiative as this zombie begins I thought, to I thought they would kill it. It's a holy symbol. You should have cut its head off. So then. Eldwin, what was your initiative? 18 mod. Ruffin. 12 mod. And Bulgar. 17 mod. Did you already get Brock? Uh, 6 mod. So, as this body begins to animate, Elduin, you are going to get a attack upon it. Go for it. What you doing? Okay, so am I close enough to this thing where I can hit it melee style, or... The way I see it right now. Yes, uh, the hallway is ten feet wide, so you can squeeze up and around somebody and make and make an attack. You're to the left flank, so all you have to do is get around me. 
Would I be able to shoot it with my arrow in uh, no, it's way too close quarters for that. Okay, but he's right in front of us. So I will go ahead and squeeze around someone and try to Ramadam Dama this guy. Alright, roll me a crit fail. So that is a nat 17 plus 4, so that would be 21. And everybody knows that zombies have an AC of 25, so we're going to keep moving on. No, you hit it. Go ahead and give me some damage. Six damage. All right, so you go and you deal him particularly damage. We're going to continue on to somebody who might be able to do something more. Oh, thanks. Uh, that is Balgrax. So you need to know what I want to do? Yes, what are we going to do? Okay, so right now, uh, have you moved out of the way yet? Uh Rustman? Uh, no, I'm still right in front of it. Yep, he's still right in front of it. And now, uh, Alderman, he's right next to the team, right? Yep. So basically, they're, blo- they're blocking the... Block. Yeah, pretty much. Welcome to Brazilian. It is okay. If you must use something to me, I, I can take it. So, with not much choice and being able to you should be able to circle around it, yeah? Well, they're both... It's only 10 foot wide. So... Well, let's see. He was to the left and he was behind. So they're mostly to the left side. No, I'm right in front of it. No, they're both... They're both... You're right in front of it and he was from my left. And so he came up to the left side of it. So that leaves the right side open. Well, they are currently side by side. So directly the full 10 feet. Right okay, here. so I plan on stepping to the right... Stabbing my longsword into his chest, and then tearing upward through his body, and hopefully ripping off his head. All right. Since you're going essentially through one of your compatriots' faces, we're going to do this with disadvantage. Yeah. So it's only ten foot wide, and each creature takes up five feet. So you're going to be doing this at disadvantage. So you're going to roll two d twenty, and you're going to take the lower of the two. First one was 18. Second one was 19. All right, so 18 plus your modifier. I'm going to save you from doing the math. That's going to hit. Awesome. Go ahead and give me some damage. Which is, since I have a longsword, plus six, and I'm using both hands, so 1d10. Three. Three. Plus six, nine. Okay, okay. And next up in initiative, we have Ruffin. Let me, um, I shall take my whip. No, actually, I shall seat my whip and take my rapier out. Okay, so my rapier, which is, what do I roll for that? A d20 to start, adds everything. Sorry, I'm getting We've got two noobs in here, it's okay. Uh, eight mod. An eight? Yeah, eight mod. Uh, Lobro, can you get out of the way? Go ahead and give me some damage. Are you serious? Oh my god! That's awesome. Uh, ten damage. And then we use a bonus action if it doesn't die. We have Alright, so with your rapier. 
you plunge it into the middle of this zombie, and it uh, stops reanimating, and it falls back down, dead yet again. Cut the head off. Okay, can I cut the head off as a bonus action? Sure, you do. Okay. Then throw it off to the side. I'll put it on a stick. <laughs> and roast it over fire? Yes. I'm not cooking zombie head for dinner. I'm not That's eating disgusting. undead. <laughs> yeah. I know what it was like to be partially undead. I'm not eating that. So, boys, what was that? How often can Ruthen detect dead? Doesn't it, like, regenerate? The- I can use it over and over again. It, I think it's an at-will skill, yeah. Can yeah. you... Hey, Ruthven, can you see if there's any more undead in here? Sure. Oh, sure. sure, I shall try. And then I just cast Detect Undead. Uh, you do detect more undead. Okay. Uh, I detect where they're coming from. Do, does he tell us? Okay, so I, I look at you guys. There is something else, maybe more, some more undead here. Do you think that, you, that the curse is to be undead? And we're dealing with an undead thing here? Uh, you guys remember it that might one place? Be a necromancer. You guys remember that one place we were at? They were making sacrifices to this bad guy that we're looking for. That makes sense. I think we're about to run into an undead bad guy. And that makes sense. This sounds fun to so, kill something I used to be. Sore Lord Ruthven, where are all the undead coming from? Right Do now? I know where they're at? As of right now, you cannot tell. You just know that there is an undead within your range. We can only guess that. Can they're I just far- like walk around until I detect? Well, hey, that. we can guess that they're probably just farther in the cave. Yeah. So I pull my sword up with the body still on it, throw the body to the side, shake off the blood real fast, and shine it down the hallway. So, uh, Ruffin just looks at you. I, I shall not use the cross on another one. I do not want this to happen again. Eldoin kind of leans back, back to uh, Ruffin. On a quick side note, your your comment is getting really quite quite excellent. You're doing very well. Thank you. Shall we move forward? Yes. Let us go. Let us. All right. So you guys move forward. And you find in the next room a round, high-ceiling cave that opens up here. It has two narrow exits, one leading to the north and the other to the south. A flat boulder sits in the center of the cave, about six feet across, eight feet long, and three feet high. And there are dark stains coloring its top. I'm going to detect undead in this room to see if it's coming from here. They're making sacrifices triggering. in here. But it's still triggering? Yep. There's, guys, There's there's been sacrifices in here, I think. I'm going to go investigate the uh, altar-looking thing. Uh, Ruffin goes with him. I'm going to roll an investigation as well. Investigation uh, check. Uh, I would say... Before you do, I need a dexterity check from the both of you. Okay. I would say Alduin, stay with me right now, back to back, near the entrance. Yes. Protect the entrance. Mod Steering. 16? Mod 6. Come on, Lord Ruthven. All right, Ruthven, you are going to take seven bludgeoning damage as literally a box of rocks comes falling down upon you. We are going to go ahead and keep the same initiative. These zombies, they are both going to drop from the ceiling. 
Well, not the ceiling. Like a little overpass. I rocks fell on me. Rocks yes. did fall, and now the zombies are falling <coughs> with the rocks next to you. Both of these zombies, they they pushed off of the ledge this box of rocks, and uh, they they both walk off the edge, not really cared about their own safety, and they're gonna take some bludgeoning damage as they fall. Say, fall damage. Dead, dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've got a little bit more than that, but Aww. one of them is gonna. Uh, hit a little bit harder than the other one. But <laughs> his leg just snaps. <laughs> like, you, like you hear a little snap, and as he stands up, you realize that his body kind of like leans off to one side and you can like <laughs> three or four ribs. Like, so kind of like, uh, who is George Romero did Dawn of the Dead. So the zombie, that was just their move. They're going to take an attack off. Uh, an attack action. There we go. Okay. Who are they attacking? That is an 18 on the die to hit. Rock first, so what's, I'm pretty sure that's not. I'm, I mean, I'm guessing it's a hit. If it's yeah, one, it's then above it hits. twenty. Yeah, okay. It's above. 20. It hits, and they are gonna slam you. They're gonna slam you, bro. You're undead for You're six undead bludgeoning are, damage. Okay. Undead are gonna touch the cleric. How does that work? <laughs> and Lord Ruffin, the other one, is gonna attack you. Great. I just rolled a lion's head, which, Dice Envy, I absolutely love your brand new die. You dead, boy? Lion's head is a critical 20. (laughs) (laughs) This is the brand new July, June dice that just came out. Wait, out of out of game. Can you can you go ahead and uh, to just toss that over here? I want to see this. See that? Uh, I want to see. I want to see this. The lion's head? Yeah. They, they, oh, Dice just kind of changed up their logo. And, uh, yeah. It's wow. absolutely beautiful. So, I'm going to go on a limb here and say that Lord Ruthven is not in a very good situation. Uh, no, because Lord Ruthven, you're going to take 12 bludgeoning damage from this hey. critical hit. I'm going to use my new character after all. Pencil, <laughs> hey, please. Try not to spill any more drinks. 12? That would help. 12 bludgeoning damage. I'm at 3. Alright, that means you're still alive and I can still hit you. But that brings us around. I believe the next one up is. My good buddy Grok. Yay! I, I thought it was me, Dark Gear. I have not gone yet in initiative. Uh, um, okay, so can you please set the scene for me? Uh, you just yeah. got slammed on the booty. By a zombie. Okay. Uh, so, as we enter the... So, there's two people towards the beginning of the room. There's me and Ruthven. Ruthven under a pile of rocks. Yep. And and under a couple fists of the zombie. Are they standing on both sides of me? Or, like, what's the deal? Um, so, he's directly in front of you. The other one is directly in front of Ruthven. And then you've got Elduin and Balgrax. I will get used to that name. You've got Elduin and Balgrax directly behind you. Okay, I'm going to go after the one that's standing right in front of me. I'm just going to try to stab it with my trident. Okie dokie. That, uh... Balgrax believes. That's a mod 14. That'll hit. I mean, these are zombies. AC of 8. So. 
Uh, that's eight damage, uh, piercing damage to this zombie. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Okay, Sacred Flame. Uh, Dexterity saving throw got to be the 15. Ooh, buddy. Yeah, he got a zero. What? <laughs> he, has a, <laughs> he has a negative? He got a zero on his deck save. So go ahead and roll me some damage. That's five more damage, and that is radiant damage. I don't know if that means something since he's undead. Nah, he doesn't care about radiant. Okay. Well, he, I hope he cares about a five. <laughs> All right, Elduin, that brings us up to you. Lord Ruffin is essentially prone right now, so you can shoot over him without, you know, worrying. Oh, yeah, because I'm buried under boulders. If you so choose. But, I mean, you know, yeah. there's always that risk of a crit fail where I'll make you hit him, but, you know. Are, are they far enough away where I could fire at them? I mean, they're about, uh, let's see, 15 feet. That's about it. So, I mean, would, I, the, would that have disadvantage? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and stick with my short sword. And just go Ramadamadama the ding-dong on this guy. Okay. Which one is he attacking? Uh, the one that's already taken some damage. Okay. I think they've both, both taken the damage. I mean, but the one that's taking damage from you guys. Yes. Okay. Okay. Seven mod. <sighs> Dang it. Yeah, this guy just kind of laughs at you. Like the undead the, laugh. The, the zombie uh, laugh. Uh, 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 uh. Now he sounds just like Lord Ruffin used to. Anyways. Bullgrass. That brings us to you. <laughs> yes. So I'm still standing by the entrance, right? Correct. And how far away are they from me right now? Uh, they're going to be about 15 feet. 15 feet, so yeah. and uh, definitely close enough distance that I can cover. Yeah. Take you kind it. of end up be stepping on Lord Ruffin to get into melee range, kind of like uh, Elduin did. But if I stepped like on him, would it hurt him? Like, deal him damage? Yeah, I mean, it depends on how hard I'm you This dude's huge, so I'm a like guy. So, um... Which one has taken the most damage? Is that the farthest one for me or the closest one? The one in front of Grok has taken the most damage. You can get to both of them fairly easily. Okay. So, with his light casting spell on my one sword, my my long sword, yep. does that mean I can only carry that sword at the moment? Or can I... No, nah, it just means it has light on it. Even if you put it away, it'll still have light on yeah. it. Yeah. What I want to do is I want to switch over the long sword to my right hand and pull out my battle axe. Okay. You do it. So now I'm going to, can I single attack one arm each to both of them? Uh, no, that would require using your action surge if you wanted to, or uh, having two attacks. So I would just two-hand it. I would two-hand it, the closer one, which should have the most damage right now. Oh, okay. So Actually, how much, how much damage does each one of them, like hit points each one of them You have? can't know that. You don't know. I can't know that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to take down the one that's injured right now. So, with my long sword on the right, the my one battle on axe in my left, I'm going to charge three strong steps, or two steps, and lunge over. Uh, can I jump over? Uh, Give me an acrobatics roll. Okay. So, acrobatics is... Do I, which die do I use for that? That's going to be a d20 plus your acrobatics skill. 11 plus 4. All right, you succeed. Okay, so now I swing both, and I go to slash, so... All right. Roll 20. 
Uh, so which one are you using first? Uh, since he's, since. I feel like he's going to my left, so I'm going to hit him with the battle axe. Okay, so roll for your battle axe. D8. You got to roll the hit first, so D20 to hit. Oh, D20. 12. 12. All right, that hits. 12 plus, where do I find that again? Yeah. Well, you already said it hits. Oh, so 12. So now, that was a battle axe. Yep. Well, and you did it one-handed. 1D8 plus 6. 6 plus 6. 6. All right, and you drop this zombie. And now to finish it off with my long sword. All right. Well, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. That one's dead again. Okay, yep. so I guess. Are you gonna use an action surge though and try to swing at the other one? I'll use action surge to wind up with my right hand and to slash the other one. All right. So, so give me an attack roll for that. I mean, guy. you could two-hand it if you want, but. Oh, uh, that's a six. For the twenty. Plus your. Plus, I'm pretty sure it's six. For you? Yeah, so it'd be, it'd be 12 mod. 12 mod. Alright, that one hits. Okay, so now for long sword. Yep, one-handed as well. D8 plus 6. 4, so 10. Alright, so you go and you swing, you decapitate one, it drops. You swing around and you slash at the other and you put a pretty sizable gash in its chest, but it doesn't drop. That's going to bring us around. To Ruffin. You're, Does so it take you like are a full move to get up from this position. You are effectively prone, so that will take your movement, but you will still have an action. Can you cast Sacred Flame from the ground? Yeah, if you want to. I believe in you. You could get up and then cast it. I'm just, you know, out of game. Um, it might, it might not. Right now, I'm imagining my six foot seven character dancing around like a ballerina. Battleaxe <laughs> um, and longsword. I'm not gonna get up yet because I don't want to get an attack of opportunity. Ruffin, though, uh, if I think if he attacks you while you're down, though, he'll get an advantage. I think I can kill him. Okay. So I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame. Don't blame yeah, sure loves that sacred flame. flame. Alright, I rolled a natural 17 for my dexterity. Okay, so you take half damage. So roll a D8 and... But, I mean, what, what's your what's your DC? Is it... 12. Okay, yeah, then I pass. That's why I said you take half damage. Uh, he, well, he, he, you know, we've already established he's got a negative dex. 8. So half of that is 4. Alright. Hey, at least you deal some good damage. Oh. Alright, so this zombie is kind of dumb. So it's got four enemies in front of it. Fall Drex, you're one. Puffin, you're two. Elduin, you're three. Grok, you're four. It's four. Grok, no! And that's a five on the die. I'm pretty sure that's going to hit you for critical damage, right? <laughs> that does not hit. No? Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, goes, I don't. I don't know if you know this, but like, this is like the first time you rolled and not hit me. You hit me every time. Really, really. Uh, uh, All right, David Darius. David Darius, please, please, amend next shipment. Please send me a weighted twenty dice so I can always hit drop. <laughs> it's funny because I have like really high AC. You still always hit me. <laughs> like, are you talking about like since we started or just today? I can see the no, zombie like, going to attack the whole Grop podcast. and Grop trips backwards and he just misses him. I'm pretty sure this is the first time in the podcast it has not hit me. So. All right. Well, that brings us to you again, though, Grok. What you gonna do? When you got some bad guys coming at you. Wait, I'm up. Yeah. Let's go. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna stab the one stabby next stab. to me. <laughs> All right, I'm roll gonna... me a stabby stab check. Grok shots. I'm a stab. Go Grok. He's not gonna stab. Cause that, wait. Oh. Oh, he's gonna stab. That's a nine. Yeah, he gonna stab. He gonna stab. He, he gonna, gonna stab. stab. Stabby stab stab. He gonna stab for a living. All right, you go and you disembowel this guy. And he drops to the ground dead. Nice. Wait, is that the last zombie? That was the last zombie in this room, yeah. All right, Lord oh. Ruffin. Ruffin just uh, gets up. Very slowly. <laughs> All right, Baldrax, go ahead and take an attack opportunity. No, just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys, he's weak. Let's get him. <laughs> Let's gang up on our own teammate that's finally learning what love is. All right, so... You got this big room. You got that, you know, stone thing that looks like it has fresh blood on it. What are we doing from here, guys? You got a couple. Go to the stone thing. I would go to the stone we, thing and investigate. Uh, Lord Ruffin, I think you should take a potion real fast, though. I'm good. Uh, you have no. Hey, three Ruffin, left. Ruffin, go ahead and take a potion. I'll check out this altar. I'm good. I've got an idea. Actually, I would say that Elderman or I should take the altar. You're still kind of injured. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I want to check this thing out. I got, I, I got that. I know religion stuff, so I need to check this out. Alderman, go with Grok to the altar. Uh, one second. I check the bodies. Yeah. We haven't looted anyone yet. All right. So our first loot. And on these zombies, you find an amazing wealth of nothing. <laughs> Yay! Hooray! We're poor. Just like my heart. Started from position. the bottom, now we're at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I just realized? If we had done a perception check, we probably would have seen the overpass. Dude, like, like Ruffin just goes, and we're still poor. That's almost something you should have done, Brock. No, I know. I Yeah, I'm realizing that. Uh, okay, DM, it, I want to check out the altar. Is that investigation check, religion check? What am I doing? Um, you walk up to it, and this DC is so low that you can just do it normal. You don't have to really do anything. Because all it is is dried blood. That's it. I, there's some really. It looks like old, old blood here. So I don't think there's any, been any sacrifices for a while. Ruffin looks at it kind of like, like having, like he has memories of draining blood, but he can't do it anymore. Is it, does anybody know how long it takes for blood to dry like this? Ruffin, what do you think? Yes. So it's like, it would take a, a day or so. Okay. Uh, can we keep moving in the cave? Is there places to go? Bob yeah, Rex has an idea. Is there, there a trail of blood? There is not a trail of blood. It looks like it pools around the bottom. Can we can we perceive the area? I would like to yeah. per, you know, like perceive a perception the check? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Come on. 19 plus 4. Hey, so guys, this is a room. 3 plus 1. <laughs> 23 mod. So Eldwin and Balgrix, you guys are just like, it's a room. There's but blood in this room. <laughs> Ruffin. And uh, I don't know what our other... Mod 11. Not good. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm, no. I'm you're, sorry. You're just kind of like, I'm not seeing anything special. For the listeners out there, I got a mod 4. But Ruffin, you stand there, you're looking around, and you're like, okay, there's nothing in here, but there's a passageway to the north that the DM described earlier, and there's a passageway to the south that the DM described earlier. <laughs> and that's all we know. Yep, that's it. Ruffin, let's say, so I, I say, do we have coins we can flip? 
We have gold. Yeah, you can take Valgrax your gold Grax What does the map say that you received earlier from your mishap? Before you do that, we could go north or south. I say we flip a coin, heads north, tails south. We, uh, the map, the map only got us to this place. I don't have a map of the place inside. So flip a coin, heads north, tails south. As my father used to say, when in doubt, left it out. Sturgely, Sturgely kind of pipes in. How about we do, uh, heads north wins, tails south loses? No, that is too confusing. I like it. Flip the coin. I say we go north. I say if you flip a coin. I say I say north too. I say north. Fine. Come. Do not listen to me. Come, brother. What did he say? <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we should go north. But seriously, what are you guys doing? Where are you guys going? We are we are three and four, three out of the four saying north. We're going. I just I flip a coin for the heck of it. We're going north. We don't even. Okay. By the time he flips it, we're Come we're gone. Us. Don't be silly. By the time he flips it, we're already walking away. <laughs> even even is north, odd is south. Okay. Okay. It flips south. So they go north and I go south. Good luck. <laughs> Are you splitting the party? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, no, let's hey, role play. Hey, hey, oh, hey. Boy. Number one way to die is to Lord split. Ruffin, with three health, goes left. Hey. <laughs> let's, I'm south. going south. No, I'm no. going with my gut. I'm going U- with chance. Ultimatum. Ultimatum. Number one way to die is to split up. No. You guys go your way. I'm going to check out south. Have you never <laughs> seen those adventures with the one dog and those four people? It's It's been what? fun. It was really fun to have Ruffin play with us. So, <laughs> all right, we're this is gonna be another instance like Droge. We're going, we're going north. Grok, do you mind healing him before he takes off, though? I, I don't think I should waste a spell so, on him being a fool. Ruffin, you actually get confused as to where you're going. You know, your, 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 uh, your drow body actually confuses you a little bit, and you end up going north. Oh come on. We just stay quiet what the whole time, the not telling him he's going so, the wrong way. So he's, ba- <laughs> so he's basically like saying, yeah, I'm going south, okay? And then he turns around and then he's like, wait, I'm going, you know. I was actually hoping to split the party. I had a plan for that. Does he go before us or after us? When it comes I don't out. I don't know, but what, what are you guys seriously doing? I'm going south. Three of us are I'm going north. being honest, I'm going south. I'm leaving. I left it to chance. I'm going with the coin side. He just wants right. to die. Out of game. So, if you die, it's on you. Yeah, fair enough. You three head north, and you see at the kind of like a natural outcropping of a cave, and there's a motionless humanoid figures that are dressed in dirty clothes or scraps of armor. You're not quite sure. They are propped against the walls of this cave. Some are very little more than just skeletons with wisps of hair and skin stretched ever so tightly over the bones. Others are a little bit fresher, and a few old sword swords lie upon the dusty floor. Now there's no way for us to check if they're undead. Lord Ruffin. Lord Ruffin, (laughs) you travel the south and you have a narrow passage that's about 10 feet high, mostly. It's very rough and irregular walls, and it has protruding spurs on the walls that are coated in dried blood. And this passage begins to widen out in a star-shaped cavern 
there are many clefts in its walls up ahead, and only two, which are across the cavern, seem large enough for you to be able to traverse them. There are three zombies lurching about in the area. One costumed like a bear, one dressed as a lady in a very frilly dress and very thick makeup, and the last is costumed as a jester with jingling bells on his collar and sleeves. Now, this is a DM's worst nightmare. I need everybody to roll me initiative. I might actually lose right, this. Alright, JD. Say yours again. 10 mod. Dark Gear. 8 mod. And Barbaric. 12 mod. This might actually not be a good idea. We'll no. <laughs> 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 I mean, I got potions to spare. You better start chucking those. (laughs) And the understatement of the year goes to Lord Ruffin. So we're going to go room by room in initiative in that order. So we'll do one round in one room, one round in the second room. This actually worked out really well because Lord Ruffin used to go first and all of us get to go next. So in, I'm actually going to do the large room first. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, as you guys walk into this room, there are 12 corpses that are stored in this chamber. Seven are skeletal, five of them are fresh. And three of these skeletons begin (laughs) to lurch off the wall, and one is going to dash forward who's up front. I'm leading with the okay. sword. Uh, that's an 18 on the die. Pretty much, pretty sure that's gonna hit with a plus something. Uh, What's your AC? Yeah, yeah, that hits. Yeah, AC 16. Is that armor class you're yeah. referring to? Okay. Yep. Yeah. What's your armor class? 16. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna hit you, and you're gonna take eight slashing damage. Is there any chance I could use be able to dodge that? No. Uh, at this point, no. How much slashing damage? Eight. Eight. And uh, that is going to give you a opportunity to attack because it is your next turn. Or you're next in the initiative order. How close is he to me right now? He is five feet away. He's literally like right in front of you. Kind of, yeah, so. Okay, let me think about this. Kill him. I am going to grab him by his hit. Does he have armor on? He has like scraps. Scraps? Well, is he a full skeleton? Yes. I'm going to grab him by his rib cage, pull him close, face to face, lightning breath. You've okay. already used that for the day. No, no. Uh, oh, but, we rested. Long rest. We rested. You right. Okay, go ahead. Uh, and. I roll a dexterity saving throw, correct? Yes. Yes. And you're trying to beat a 12. Um, yeah, that's an 8. So, direct. So, I'm going to take full damage 
And uh, I'm going to roll for the second guy that's actually in this lineup as well. Let's go. And that's a six. So oh, you're going to hit wow. two out of these three skeletons. So basically blasting their heads right off. Yep. 2d6. What's your damage? 2d6. So I need a six Two and two. Alright, so don't diddle damage, got it. Okay. Four damage, man. Doesn't he have the modifier for his weapon? No. That no, was that's a breath weapon. Oh, that was lightning you just grab him and scream <laughs> lightning in his face. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Brock, that brings us back around to you. You are up next. What you gonna do? Oh, bonus action. Okay, never so, mind. Backtrack. That not being too effective. I'm just gonna fuse my strength. I mean, athletics, which is like part of my strength. And I'm gonna throw the skeleton into the other skeleton. Yeah. Don't that die. is typically not a normal bonus action, but your character's kind of in the heat of the moment. I will allow it. Go for it. Give me a strength, strength check. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do we'll do strength. Just kind of see what happens. That's a six plus. What would it be my strength? Your strength modifier. No proficiency bonus. So, so four, four ten. All right. You are able to throw him, but not hard enough to collide with the other person. But you push him back five feet. Okay. All right. Is that all you got? That's all I got for now. Right. I just want to make room so someone else can. All right. So now we're going to come along around to Grok. All right. So the, uh, they're all three kind of bunched near each other? So there are two about five feet apart. And then one is over in the wall about five feet off to their left, about ten feet behind. Okay. Let me spell check something real quick. Kit, get it spell check. Ba-dum bum. Oh, Thunder Wave can hit a fifteen foot cube. Can I get all three of them? Nice. I'm resistant to lightning. I don't care. Uh, if you hit all three of them, you kill them. Oh, okay. Even if I can get you know two, out, if I can you, get two out of you three, you would have you would have to move right up in front of the first one. But yes. Okay, I'll do that, and I'll cast Thunder Wave. All right. What do I roll, or what do you roll? Uh, Constitution saving throw. Oh goodness gracious! I'm trying to beat a fifteen. Okay. One crit fails. Two pass. Okay, so they're still gonna take half damage. Yeah, and the other one is gonna take double damage. We'll just straight up double it. All right, so that's seven damage. So the other ones are going to take three. And then the other one's going to take 14. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm gonna just push him back, even if that just hits him up against the wall. All right, yeah. So you obliterate, and, like, all the bones of this skeleton just go shattering across the entire cavern um, of the one that's, like, right in front of you. He crit failed because he was just too close. The other two, they get pushed back five feet. Um, one goes back just a little bit and then the other one is already up against the wall for the most part so it's just kind of bumped up against it uh, I believe Elduin you're up next uh, oh hey man don't deny me my bonus action oh darn it I was trying to beat you out on that one okay what you doing for your bonus deck track? saving throw for a secret flame alright yeah. surprisingly these guys have decent decks that's an 18 uh, oh yeah I don't know which one I'm casting at but he saves so <laughs> yeah all right, one's turn, right? Yep. Now it is Elderwin's turn, yeah. Okay, so they're how far away from me? 
They would be at most about 20 feet right now. So that would be disadvantaged by using my You bow. would still be with too close. Yep. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and try to... Lama 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 Ding Dong Dish, one of these guys. With my short soul. That is an 18 natty. Here, let me think. Let me think. Plus four. You know what? Just because of that plus four, I think I'll let you hit him. Go for it. Give me some damage. Okay, okay, cool. Alright, again. Those of you at home, 1d6 plus 2. It's only a 1. So, Alright, the skeletons, you kind of feel like they're laughing at you. Is that it? Is that all you got? Uh, can I... I'm going to punch him in the face. Alright, you're out of actions for punching. Alright, so. so I'm just going to move back then. Alright, how far are you moving back? Uh, back to where I originally was. Alright. Why? Because I don't want them to attack me. I don't want them to, but they probably will. Would a 17 attack of opportunity hit you? I'm being serious. Would a 17 attack of opportunity hit? Of course. Okay. Ah, minimum damage. So he just returns a favor, 3 slashing, with his scimitar. All right, but uh, so now he's going to take your turn. You're out of his range. He's going to move up to you, actually past Grok. So Grok, if you want to take an attack of opportunity, you can. Oh, you, you don't bet. want to? Okay, then oh, I'll just. Oh, no? you bet, dude. You oh, bet. okay, okay, go for it. I'm going to just try to uh, try and stab. Okay. Oh! I'm just going to go ahead and uh, hashtag daddy issues real quick. Oh. Uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um. Uh, Okay, so nothing crazy happens at this point. You just kind of stab into the ground, and uh, your your trident gets a little stuck. Oh, dang it. That's so funny. He's just running past me. I'm like, I'm going to get him, and I just completely <laughs> miss. All right, Elduin, you're going to take six more slashing damage. This guy comes around and uh, swings at you. Yes, it does surpass your AC because it's natural late. Out of the game, are you guys, guys wishing you took the south path now? No. <laughs> um, Why? You're three against one, severely injured. We're, we're handling these guys. All right, and then, so the third skeleton in this room runs up to you. Balgrox. Balgrox, yes, thank you. And uh, he swings and is going to miss. Even with his addition, it only comes out to 10. Oof. All right, with I think that, I backed up a little bit. We are going to switch over to the other room. Yes, let's do this. And we see these three dancing zombies just having fun. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. Oh, come on. <laughs> Thank you for joining us yet again for another episode up here in the sauna of name pending. Lord Ruthven's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, we might get to see Lord Ruthven die again. So I just realized that means if we're on our final course and if he does die, I'm not in the rest of the recording session. It's like a certain show of the leaves with uh you know, a drawn out ending. Well, well, I guess you'll just have to you know? stay tuned to find out. <laughs>
Yep. Tune so, in uh, next ladies time and gentlemen, to name pending. We'll catch Me. you next time. Thank you to David Darris of Dicendi for letting us use the Starburst D20 uh, for part of our logo. And uh, also for just beautiful dice. I love the lion's head. Thank you for that crit, David. I'm, so I'm crediting that one to you. They're so Thank beautiful. You. Thank you to tabletopaudio.com for letting us use background music. And thank you to my brother Steven for the creation of our actual logo. And thank you to our Dark Gear 353 for help in creating our intro and outro and some of our other music uh, that we have throughout the rest of this campaign. No problem. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's about all I have for you this evening. And that's Crit Fail yet again for our end. Stop using, you know, stop using weighted dice. Just, just try to roll a, a nice set of dice that isn't, you know, weighted. I'm using Ruffin's dice. I mean, I don't know what's happening. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Hashtag daddy issues. You don't have the heart of the See dice. See you next week, folks. Name Pending Podcast is a part of the Name Pending Network and is produced by at DJ Q. Please leave a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to our feed. We are family-friendly podcast that aims to have the most fun without compromising the family value. Special thanks to David Darius of Dice Envy for letting us use his Starburst D20 as a part of our logo. Please visit his site at DiceEnvy.com and follow him on Twitter at DiceEnvy for making amazing sets of dice and subscription to options. Also, special thanks to Ansley and Levi States for their help making the intros and outros. Ruthven would really say this to everybody out loud. Uh, okay, guys, step by step. His his drow begins to, in his drow form, he has learned the art of narration. I'm cool with that, actually. He begins to sound like Morgan Freeman all of a sudden. <laughs> I, I wish I could do that. I love Morgan Freeman. We and all the stunned. other day. And the other day. The undead like, reanimated Ruffin, monster stares in awe. Make an attack when you rape you, then. Wait, hold on. Like the Cheshire Cat from hold, No, no, no. Hold on. Out of, old, out of game. What is, what's that dog that always finds the kid in the well? Old Yeller. Lassie. Lassie. What, where's, the, where's the young boy, Lassie? Take us to the well. <laughs> no, anybody? Yeah. No, that was good. No, see, this cat takes you to a skeleton of an old woman. Oh, oh, gosh. And then all of a sudden it says, look, this is my kill. Okay. So we're.